Hi again, everyone. I'm Tim Muma, and you're listening to Management Decisions here on LJN Radio. And we're going to be speaking with Chip Joyce. He's the CEO and co-founder of Allied Talent, and he has an interesting take on making successful hires for the long term. Now, when we are taking a look at hiring, obviously, it's important in terms of bringing in that quality personnel and the success of your company. What are companies, though, in general looking for when they are hiring? What's kind of that traditional idea that they're looking at when they're looking to bring someone in? I think the general manager who's hiring is looking for a person who fits perfectly with what they perceive to be an immediate gap in terms of skills or something that needs to be done. And it's very short-term focused. Mm -hmm. So it's a pain point that they have. And then they tell HR, find someone who's exactly like this. (laughs) So would you say that job descriptions in a way are an issue when it comes to that? Because you really are trying to pinpoint this exact model of a person? I think job descriptions are pretty much terrible because even the manager often knows that that job description is kind of a fiction. (laughs) It will change. By the time someone's hired, it takes a month or whatever before they sit down at their desk. The job's already different. Hmm. And the problem is the job description itself is forcing people to pretend that they want exactly what that job description is and that they expect it to be that way for years. And it also filters out good people who may not fit that job description exactly, but have so much to offer. I think that's a fair point, especially as you said, the way jobs do change and the responsibilities and how they might reorganize what that person or a team is doing. How can you start to flip that perspective then if you are an employer? Do you have any general sense of what someone can do to at least begin that process? I think that the first thing you need to do is Try to write a job description or a replacement for a job description, which is more of longer term thinking. So basically saying our immediate needs are and then describe that. We believe that this job will require skills and then list the skills and will offer the opportunity to get certain types of experience in the acquisition or deepening of certain skills. Mm -hmm. And we're looking for a time frame of two or three years. And then describe the company and where you think the company or the department or whatever is the appropriate thing to talk about, where that's going as well. Then you start to have a discussion about a period of time that's two or three years out or whatever that makes sense, as opposed to what is immediately the issue of someone needing a job and somebody needing to fill a job. It is an interesting idea as far as trying to figure out what's going to happen in the future, because I'm sure the managers have one idea, upper management might have another idea, and then you have the, you know, the traditional employees that might think it's going in this direction. Does that become a problem as far as different individuals having a, an image of what is going to be with that job or that candidate that they want to bring in? This is an issue, but I think the main thing is that the manager of a person is the representative of the company. Okay. And they're filtering everything and they may not be aligned with what's happening in the C-suite. Maybe they don't understand it, but for all intents and purposes, it's that manager. And you know, he should be candid about how clearly he knows about what's really going on in the corporation and also that things change. He isn't the CEO if he's not. He, he doesn't make ultimate decisions. But I think this is really a discussion about the manager and the employee. Okay. Tell me a little bit about how you feel hiring someone is actually a little bit like finding a spouse. Sure. 
So that's what inspired me to write uh, the article that you referred to. And it was actually an article about um, about marriage advice. And that's what inspired me. Because I think that when you meet a spouse, what you really need to do is talk about the future together. Hmm. Where do you want to live? What kind of jobs do you have? What are your goals and ambitions in life? Do you want to have children? Do you not want to have children? You know, how much does money matter? Spiritual things, your belief systems and all that stuff. And you paint a picture of what you want to be over the course of hopefully a lifetime or at least for many years. And you really need to be aligned with that. It's not good that just you just have a series of good dates. You have to start being forward thinking. Well, when you break it down like that, it certainly, yeah, it certainly fits in. <laughs> Fits in with that comparison to to finding that right mate, so to speak, both in the workplace and outside. Where then does uh, the idea of mutual transformation come into play as far as how you would define it and what that might look like moving forward? So mutual transformation is actually borrowing a term from uh, the Alliance, which is a book that my consulting firm specializes in helping companies to adopt. And the idea of transformation is when you hire somebody, the relationship you should form between the employer, the manager, and the employee is an alliance. And the alliance should be based on this mutual transformation. And what it really means is talk to the employee and find out what they want their career to transform to be over a period of time. Mm. And then the company has goals. And so the alliance is based on help me as a manager transform my company. And in exchange, I will transform your career. And the way you do that is you identify a mission objective there. The outcome of that mission objective, when it's successful, both sides get that transformation. So then if you're talking about this idea, say in an interview and you have a candidate in front of you, does the whole interview process need to be different if you're actually looking at it from this long-term view? Uh, I would imagine that you have to ask some different questions than maybe the traditional interviewer might come up with. I think one of the greatest questions you could ask in an interview is what do you want to do after you work here? Mm. Because that opens up two things. One is you're getting this person to really talk about what they really want to do in the long term, if they have an idea. And secondly, it's having an honest conversation that is not had before, because we usually pretend that this is a job for life. And nobody really believes it is. But nobody would say, well, I want to work here for two or three years, and then I hope (laughs) to go work for the competitor that's a better company. But if you did have that discussion, then you could, first of all, decide whether there's a fit. And that fit doesn't have to be for 20 years. The fit could be, okay, well, you want to go work for that competitor, the bigger, better company. Maybe I, as a manager, hope to do that too. But we can work (laughs) together for a period of time. And let's talk about that. And how do we get you there in a way that helps my company right now? Do you truly believe then there'd be more honesty between both parties if we are looking at it more from that two to three year window at least, as opposed to, hey, let's fit this need right now? Oh, I think so, because it's really about trust, I think. And mm. the trust is earned over time by being consistent and supporting each other. Okay. And if you'd really set the groundwork that that's what I want to do with you, is I want to really hire you and benefit mutually. And I really want to know if this is working for you or not. And if not, I really want to support you in finding what you want. And as an employee to hear that, and you know, I think that you're going to just feel like you can be honest with a manager. And also, if you want to move on, not to surprise the manager with a two-week notice suddenly, and the manager thinks that you're ready to you know, you, you love your job and you're fully engaged, and then you just surprise them with a two-week notice. 
it should be, hey, boss, you know, we've been working together for a while. I think that there's not really a future for me in this company. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to transition out. How could we do that in a way that, you know, helps you? You know, I can hire a successor and train them. But I also want to know that I have a job until I get my next job. Right. And I'll keep you in touch. You know, I'll talk to you about the interviewing process and whatever, and we can unwind together and there won't be any disruption either in my paycheck or in continuity of your business. Now, I don't think I'd be doing my job if I didn't ask this follow-up to that. Do you honestly believe that in most workplaces that can happen? I feel a lot of listeners would say, there's no way I could bring that up because I'd be fired on the spot or I'd be asked to you know, do something else until I did move on. Do you see it actually happening in places? I think that there are certainly companies whose culture would not accept this, mm -hmm. maybe even explicitly. The minute they think someone's not entirely in love with their job and is looking that they would terminate them. And I think those companies are going to have huge problems and they're not going to be able to retain the best talent. But I do know that there are companies who have a great attitude. I just talked to a CEO a couple of days ago who was really upset because a senior executive who'd been there for years gave notice over Christmas holidays, was accepting a job out of state. He had already made plans to move. So this was months in the works. And in the exit interview, the CEO said, well, why didn't you let me know that you wanted to leave. I could have helped you. I could have helped you. I would have kept you on board while you moved and helped you with the transition. And I could have helped you negotiate a better salary. Wow. And I just would have helped, you know, if you could have helped me by finding someone to replace you and not harming my business by suddenly leaving. And his employee said, I, I never had any idea that you would do that for me. Hmm. And I didn't want to take the risk of losing my job and losing my insurance that my family depends on. Sure. And so... There's that mistrust that's very common, but I think there are a lot of good people and a lot of good companies. And it really just takes the manager oftentimes who can do that. Even if the company wouldn't necessarily go along with it, it's a conversation between two people. And it, I think it could be managed. And it definitely is a win-win for everybody, including for any company, not to have someone leave unexpectedly. Yeah, that example you give is, is great for the listeners to understand and get that. If that conversation was there, how it would have been beneficial to the manager and, of course, the company as a whole. We talk about on our shows having an employee leave, especially one that would be in an executive level, uh, can be extremely difficult to bounce back from, at least quickly. You know, with all the stuff we're talking about, it certainly lends itself to believe that culture fit and personality, those things really do matter, maybe more so than skills and experience. Would you take it that far that when you're looking to hire that finding that right fit is going to be more important? I think that's true. I mean, certainly you can't deny the fact that you need competence to right. do the job at hand, but I think that's relatively easy to find. If you start to look at this as an investment in a relationship, you really need to look at a time frame that goes out a number of years. It depends what kind of job it is. But I mean, for you know, pretty important jobs, that's really what you need to look for and have a discussion and see if it is a fit. And the fit really should be Primarily, if we decide a mission to focus on for a few years, are we both, the company and you know, the represented by the manager and the employee, going to be better people at the end of that? And if you don't believe that, then there's not really going to be a great relationship. There's not going to be much of an investment. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what fit really means. That you're fitting by having a mutual objective. Chip, I've really enjoyed a lot of the perspectives you've brought to us, and I think you've given us some solid examples of how this can work and how, of course, would be beneficial to a lot of employers. Is there any other piece of advice or strategic tips that you would offer up to employers in talking about 
hiring for the person that they're going to become? I think the first thing to do is really spend time, if you're a hiring manager, talking to the potential candidates about their future. And one of the things you can do first is talk about your own future and how you see your career and maybe the uncertainties of it. That, for example, I don't know if I'm going to be at this company forever. Mm -hmm. Here are some things I may want to do afterward. Here are some things that may require me to leave the company. I might run out of promotion opportunities. And if you start by talking about yourself in that way, you're giving the candidate an opportunity to trust you a bit more because you've opened up about your uncertainty and your options and things you may want to do. And say, look, I understand that this isn't forever, but if we worked here, what would make this a successful tour of duty, basically? Chip, thanks again for coming on, sharing some of the, again, this interesting perspective, little fresh take on hiring. And I think our listeners will definitely be able to grab some of those pieces that you brought up today. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you, Tim. That'll do it for us here on LJN Radio and the podcast Management Decisions. Again, we've been talking with Chip Joyce, the CEO and co-founder of Allied Talent. We've been discussing the idea of hiring for the long term, and that is trying to figure out who the candidate is going to become, not necessarily who they are right now. If you want to get in touch with us, maybe you have some feedback on this show, send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at the LJN. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.